Lowe's knows top outdoor power equipment. And now's the time to get your yard ready for spring with Ego Outdoor Power Equipment starting at $219. Experience the latest innovations in outdoor battery power from Ego, like Speed IQ technology that adapts mower speed to your stride. Get continuous non-stop trimming with the Line IQ string trimmer and get added steering wheel precision with the E-Steer zero-turn mower. Shop Ego, the number one rated brand in cordless outdoor power. Only at Lowe's today. What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Tuesday, Takes on Takes edition of the show. Draft Dudes is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code Locked On, and you'll get 10 bucks off your first order. Kyle, welcome. Hello, Joe. We're back on Zencasta. Well, for now, let's see if for now mid show it glitches on us and the other show will be worse audio quality like yesterday. Uh, yeah. So if you noticed we sounded a little different yesterday, <laughs> we weren't on any helium or anything like that. We just had to change recording apparatus halfway through the show. And uh, we're open to new ideas. I'll just say that anybody listening that's got a nice. uh mobile recording software hit me up I want to talk to you all right shall we i guess did the people bring like the takes today like they're good yeah they're pretty good there's some off script stuff here that'll be fun oh geez okay so we're gonna go off the rails you never know. Even if it doesn't present itself that way, this could get weird. So I see we have one from Donatello the turtle. Right. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that third from the bottom as well. Good names here. I'm too a sexy for my shirt. Yeah. I have somebody uh, for Lockdown Bills. We do Twitter Tuesday. This guy's name is, uh, he sends it pretty regular now. It's His name is Nate the Cheeseburger Walrus. <laughs> Every time I go in a little Nate, rant Nate about his the name. Ch- the, the cheeseburger walrus? Yes. Yep. And I say that every uh, lately he's been he's been filling it up with uh with takes. So um yeah. That's what he calls himself. That is terrific. I have one for uh for power <laughs> to the pod too, but I don't have it on hand, so yeah. uh I'm gonna look for it in between our takes here. And hope to to lock it down. Yeah, don't mess so it let's, up. Let's get into the takes today. All right, I I like this first one's good. Okay, uh, I'm gonna give it to you since you know you 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 did tie a solid and actually took his take today. Yeah, you know what? I think I think we've taken several of his takes. Ty Ty tweeted me separately from submitting the take today. He goes. Joe's been dunking my takes ever since I suggested the Bills move to Toronto and put hashtag Sour Patch Kid. Right. When we went through the list, like, I think we've used three of them since then. Holy cow. I just love he called you Sour Patch Kid, man. Yeah, it's really funny. 
Okay. If it would be Come funny pick- if it was true, but I, it's not true. <laughs> See, you are a Sour Patch Kid. No, I just literally said, no, you, you're you you're trying to force that and to try to stir me up, and it's not going to happen. I like okay. his take, though. I want to say yes keep, to this. Keep your composure. As usual. Comp picks should extend to include coaches. If you lose a coordinator to a head coach position, you should be compensated with a third-round pick. Position coaches would equate to a fourth and so on, especially since coaches can no longer be protected. I sort of like this a lot. The only thing that gives me some caution here is you feel like in a way the rich get richer because if you're losing a coordinator to a head coach, that unit was very good. And you're 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 adding to a team that probably doesn't need it. Um, but I do like the idea because it is so detrimental. I, I remember this past off season when the Bills, when Brian Dable was interviewing with the Bills and being like nervous that they would lose him because I thought him coming back would be important for continuity and all those types of things. And I do think it's very disruptive um, to your to your operation as a football team. And so I think that will be a reasonable idea, not one I've considered, but something I, I like a lot. Would you give a third for a coordinator, though? Well, it, you wouldn't have to give it up. You would just inherit it like you would a compensation. No, I understand that, but I'm saying, like, I don't think a team should be getting a third for losing any head coach. Like, it may be a coordinator, you get a fifth, and then a position coach, you get a sixth. Third's a big deal. So the structure here bothers you? It's It's just, I think the compensation is pretty rich. Because, like, the guys who get net you thirds in comp picks are the guys that are getting, like, top-of-market contracts across the league. But you don't – with with the coaching thing, like, it's incredibly disruptive. You know this. I understand that. So you're, but, you're thinking it should be lower down the draft order, but you can get behind the idea here. I can get behind the idea, but I, I don't think you should be getting a day-two selection for losing a coach. Okay. So, I mean, that's a fringe top 100 pick. I think it's really disruptive to lose your coordinator. Eh, okay. I mean, I'm, we're splitting here. I mean, maybe we're not. Fourth round for a head coach, if you lose a coordinator or a head coach. Fifth for the others. Yeah, something right. like that. Cameron Spencer. Maurice Hurst uh, will lead the Raiders in pressure percentage in 2020 and challenge for double-digit sacks. No, give me Max Crosby. You know, Max was like super try hard last year, right? Like high motor, uh, relentless style of play. But I think there's enough there that that he can continue to build upon what was a really promising season for him. And uh I do think Maurice Horse is a good football player. Um but I think that the potential of, I don't know, do, 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 are you sold one way hard on this or the other? Because um, like I can see Maurice Hurst having a breakout season, but like my gut told me Max Crosby. I can see it. I think uh, Hurst might not play as many snaps, so that could lead to you know more opportunity. I mean, we know he's a wrecking ball, and I get excited by him working with Rod Marinelli. Um, you know, I think the defensive end rotation is going to be a little bit more 
clogged up now that you got Carl Nassib in the mix, you know, so snaps could go down there. So he's saying pressure percentage. So um, I could see Maurice Hurst as an interior player, you know, playing 35, 40% of the snaps to like really unleash on those snaps and have a chance for this to be true. But will it, but if he plays limited snaps, then he's probably not challenging double digit sacks. So this yeah. kind of becomes like a an and or right an an A or B, but not probably not both. So if they if he stopped the sentence before the and, you'd be more inclined to to say yeah, yes. I think so. Okay. I think yeah. so. I think that's fair. Okay, uh, Donatello the turtle. <laughs> what is the Seahawks? He added the Seahawks too. Total savage. Uh, what is the Seahawks drafting strategy? And had they switched the order last year of Metcalf and Collier, would they still be the butt of draft jokes? Takes on takes hashtag. Uh, also coconut almond is my favorite built bar flavor. Um, all right. So there's, there's three things we have to deal with here. First of all, interesting choice for Donatello to be the, the turtle that you go with for your name here. Right. Um, right. Maybe he, you're very tech savvy, and, and that would be the reason why. But I think the, the Ninja Turtle power rankings are Leonardo, Michelangelo, Donatello, and then Raphael. I don't know that you can – do you have a different order? Um, I don't feel strongly enough about – nothing jumped off what you said at me that was like I was offended by it. Raphael's so definitely that. fourth. That guy, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, he's lame. Jeez, man. that like That's the one guy in your friend group. You're like, dude, I – Stop inviting this guy. Um, <laughs> secondly, coconut almond is the best built bar flavor. Uh, well, my wife agrees with that. Um, not me though. I like other flavors better. I'm not the, I don't hate coconut, but it's not all, it's also not my favorite. So it, it would not be at the top of my big board. Now, what you really cared about was the Seahawks drafting strategy. I think we can acknowledge that it is different, right? We don't often come away with, positive vibes with what Seattle does in the moment. Uh, it is challenging to be overly critical, however, because of the team success that this organization has had over the last eight years. Now we could say that Russell Wilson has <laughs> covered up a lot and you could argue that maybe had they managed their draft capital more effectively, that they could have been more dominant. And I think we can look, especially with their first round and realize that they haven't they haven't gotten as much fruit as they should based on first round picks that they've traded for players. Then they traded out and the ones they've picked. I mean, they haven't picked up a fifth year option ever on one of the players they've drafted and, and the, the trades really haven't worked out. So I do think, yeah, your specific example about Metcalf and Collier, if Metcalf was their first round pick, you know, that you're exactly right. It, there wouldn't be much criticism. There wouldn't be any criticism towards that right now, especially after the year that he had. And I think if you look at that draft class, I mean, Phil Haynes has a chance to be a starting guard for them this year. Um, Marquise Blair should have a role in that secondary. That might be it, though. I know if Gary Jennings is already out. They just do it a little bit different. And it, it, it's, it's hard. Like I said, it goes back to it being very difficult to me to throw a whole lot of shade here because they don't draft the way we want them to. And the team success. It's just, it's a weird combination that works for them. All right, folks, we've been telling you about 
about Built Bar, but I need to remind you that this is the best tasting protein bar that I've ever had. It's hard to explain. You need to try it for yourself. They're all covered in real chocolate. The flavor variety is absolutely amazing. Uh, the you just heard coconut almond was that that last uh, person's favorite. It's my wife's favorite. Donatello's, right. I was thinking of which Ninja Turtle. For me at the top of my big board, probably still raspberry chocolate, to be honest with you. I'm a big mm. fan of what's going on there, the vanilla. I've got the peach cobbler on the way. Hopefully that arrives today. I ordered the end of last week. So that's what I love. It's it's The flavors are great. They eat like a candy bar, but there's so much variety. It's not like you're stuck with one flavor. Now, if that's what you want, if you want an 18-pack of of just peanut butter, then go get it. But you can also mix up the variety. They taste great. There's no gritty aftertaste. It's like eating a candy bar. The nutrition facts are off the chart. Amazing combination combination of low calorie, high protein, and low sugar. Doesn't make sense how these things can be that good tasting and that good for you. Go to builtbar.com, use our promo code locked on. It'll get you 10 bucks off your first order. Again, builtbar.com, promo code locked on for 10 bucks off your first order. All right, Kyle, this next one, Vontel, the weekly special. Uh, there's $10 million at stake here, Kyle. You get to choose one of these. This is so, this is easy. Last two rounds, a minute and 30 each with prime Mike Tyson. So commits, yeah, no. commits suicide. Got it. Run, <laughs> run by prime Patrick Willis for three yards, Oklahoma style. You have four nope. tries. Not gonna happen. Yeah, nope. Nope. Eat at the worst food joint you've ever had for a month and for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So every meal for a month at the worst restaurant you've ever eaten at or live in the worst place you've ever visited for eight months. Yeah, food can be fuel, right? And food can exclusive be fuel. So that is the compartmentalization I will make. Yeah. And eat bad food every day for a month for $10 million. Agreed. We The, the thing about living in the worst place you've ever visited for eight months, I mean, I'm sure you've been to some rough places, you know? Yeah. I know you've traveled a bit, especially when you were younger. Like if you had to be honest with yourself, there's some situations and, and I feel terrible for people that live in those situations, but you're not doing that for, for this. You can just eat bad food for a month. Right. And, and here's the thing about those, those places, right. Is, is people live there because they have to. Right. Right. Like, and, and that's a, a, either a socioeconomic or out of the States. I, you know, I went to, went to China when I was, I think like 13, 14 years old. And, and some of what that environment was like in those living conditions, it's like really eye opening to mm -hmm. be like, you know, and that was part of the reason why my parents took me overseas was to you know, see the world and, and see what we had and what other people from other backgrounds had. And it was a really eye opening experience, but like nobody would choose to live there. The people that live there don't choose to live there. They have to live there. Yeah. So like, I wouldn't subject, I wouldn't want anyone to, to live in like horrid conditions. So it's the food for, me, for the, sure. The, here, right? the, the easiest choice to make is just yeah. say, okay, you know, I'll eat bad food. I mean, unless you like have like a, I, I, no, Tyson's going to knock your ass out, brother. He'd knock it. I wouldn't want to go in there with him today, man. These I, videos I, he's posted. Have you seen the, his pictures and shit Dude. versus what he was like a few years back? Would not F with this man. No, never. Tyson would knock my head clean off my shoulders. Yeah, you'd be decapitated. Like first punch, too. Do you know who's a badass that's not like um, like physically daunting? Clint Eastwood, man. Yeah. I mean, he's not like yoked up or anything, but that dude right there, like, 
I just wouldn't want to come face to face with him when he's pissed off. He's mean. He is. Yeah. Okay, and and let's be honest, I'm nowhere near the needed athlete to challenge Patrick Whittles head on. Well, I thought about that option. Now, do you have to successfully gain three yards or just try to run by him? Because I'll get tackled three times and move on with my life or four times. Yeah, but you have to get three yards on yeah, one I'm shot. Yeah, I'm not getting it. I'm not getting three yards. Patrick would knock me out, too. Let's be honest. Yeah, but yeah, I think you got pads on. You're just literally getting tackled. No, Tuck your man. chin, brother. He'd, he'd, he'd fold me in half like a lawn chair. <laughs> wow. We're lying five yards apart. We get a rollover onto our stomachs and, and you might not get, get up. up and run. You might not get up in time. Even though I've... I think my, I think I'd be taking my first step forward as Patrick is spearing me oh. with the ball. I saw a very a picture this weekend of you that uh, revealed some impressive flexibility. Maybe you can get oh, up and yeah. get going. Yeah, I was just emulating. Uh, one of us has a small child at home one who's of us, yeah. going through a phase of you know eating her toes or whatever, right? Was <laughs> like foot in the mouth. And then saying goes, you put your foot in your mouth, right? Yeah, she did it. Yeah, does it all the time. Yes. I'm physically capable of putting my foot in my mouth. Which I did not believe. When I saw that picture initially, I was like, that's yeah, kind of gross. Somebody else's foot. It's like, dude. It's like, it's nice. <laughs> Come on. you don't. Not everything you have to do has to be shameless just for like <laughs> entertainment purposes. <laughs> the Sports Nut. Yep. Multi-part documentary on Bill Belichick would be better than one on Tom Brady. Yes. This is a great, great take right here. We already know the story of Tom Brady. We know he grew up loving Joe Montana on the West Coast, and then he went to Michigan, and he got in a battle with Drew Henson and really wasn't a starter and fell to the fifth round, and he looked like uh, a puny little man in his combine photo. And then he went to the Patriots, and Mo Lewis killed Drew Bledsoe, and then all of a sudden Tom Brady destroyed the NFL for 20 years. Like, we we, we get it. We know about it. We, we got it, right? I, I, if you're not a Patriots fan, you're probably like, oh, especially me. I might be the wrong guy to ask this. Like, to me, not interesting. There's mystery with Bill Belichick, right? Like, just, just funky personality. But whenever you see him peel back the curtain, you see him like go on his fishing trips. You see some of those uh, just different like video segments that come out about him. It's like, yeah, this is interesting. Like, I feel like the mystery there makes it much more compelling than listening to hear about Tom Brady and his diet and why he's been able to beat father time and while he's, why he's kicked everyone's ass for 20 years. Right. Right. Are you with me here or did I just go on an unnecessary rant? No, I agree with everything you said. I just, <laughs> what's happening right now. Have you seen this tweet that went viral? Oh, okay. Uh, sure. Probably not. I haven't been on from, Twitter much these days from Kyrie's intellect. Okay. It's NFL players as babies. <laughs> and it's a picture. You know the the baby face filter on Snapchat, right? Yeah. So they put the baby face filter on Russ Wilson. They put the baby face picture or filter on Patrick Mahomes. They put the baby face filter on Dak Prescott. And they have a regular picture of Michael Thomas. <laughs> You're stupid. I think you're a, you're a sour patch kid over over Michael Thomas right now. I am dying. <laughs> NFL players as babies. All right. You have a take here to deal with. Okay. Uh, 
All right. This is from Jason who says the Squatch call opening pales in comparison to the blazing star that was Cho's Canadian opening. <laughs> that was the Charles Woodson of podcast openings. So the goat. Oh, yeah. Better than this. I was trying to do a Minnesota accent there, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. You kind of get like the same, you know. <laughs> go out on the ice. Uh, yeah, got to go out on the ice. Yeah. yeah. So you got you went a little uh, of Sweden there. You mix your Sweden and your oh, well. your Minnesota, Minnesotian. Uh, yeah, so I'll do something stupid real soon. That'll be the open for a while. Don't worry. Uh, Joe Romano. For next week's takes on takes, I need grinding the tape and at the Joe Marino to rank these exercises. Squat, deadlift, bench press, and pull-ups. What do you think the objective here in terms of like... That's a great question. Rank these according to what? Yeah, are you trying to get stronger? Are you trying to look good naked? Are you trying to play a sport? All of them will have different answers. All right. Well, um, what, let's. What do you? Th- what we have to? We dead have to come up with the, something. Deadlift here. is the elite lift. Do you like doing deadlifts? No, but th- it does everything. Yeah. Right. It's it's core strength. It's lower body strength. It's back, shoulders, grip strength. Trains so much of your body. Like there's a reason why it's a fundamental lift and it's because it hits so many major muscle groups. All right. I like these rankings go through it. You're the, you're the guy for this. So, all right. So deadlift, if I were ranking these exercises on benefit, effectiveness and benefit to, you know, your overall health, I would say it's deadlift squat pull-ups and bench press that's the exact opposite order of what everyone hoped you said (laughs) i know yep that's the unfortunate reality and that's not a coincidence right the ego muscles involved with the bench press and and oh the ego muscles huh yeah i like that you've never heard that phrase no but i you you have different uh career history than i do and so you get yeah, to say uh, weird things uh, like everybody that. doing bench press and curls and for girls curls. i heard curls yep. for girls curls, before. curls for the girls you yeah know? yep so those are your ego muscles those are the ones you you pop in you like to look at yourself pop off the bench when you're done look in the mm-hmm. mirror feel it you feel it immediately swole up you know you're like firm you know correct yes when's the last time you did uh deadlifts Kyle? have you, you eaten a cupcake more recently than you've uh, done deadlifts uh i did deadlifts over the weekend you did deadlifts over the weekend yeah i did stiff like deadlifts i didn't do like olympic bar or any olympic style lifts but good for you man i haven't done a deadlift since the... here at the house and we got a couple 25s and 35 pound plates so it's enough to make it work i'm telling you i haven't done a deadlift since i was training for football which was probably 19 20 years old so it's been a hot set Been a good solid. I'll be 14. Uh, I'll be 34 uh, next week. So, uh, yeah, it's been, so yeah, been, been, a, been a good decade and a half, you know? Uh, okay. Uh, this one's for me. No, this one's for you. Uh, Brandon yeah. says when we look back in five years and think about how this was such a deep wide receiver class, Quez Watkins will be one of the first names brought up. 
man. I don't know. Quest went where? Philly? No idea. Not off the top of my head. I'll find out, though. Quez Watkins, Philly, pick 200. Okay. I mean, the guy I like the guy right behind him even more, James Prochet, <laughs> Baltimore Ravens. I like Freddie Swain, who went 214 to the Seattle Seahawks for the comp pick. Quez Watkins went I, to Philly because he ran 4-3, and that was their criteria right. this year. <laughs> Correct. I don't know. If I'm looking at the depth of the wide receiver class, I will probably be pointing to some of these names that went in the second round. Denzel Mims at 59. Uh, KJ Hamler at 46. Van Jefferson at 57. Those were probably going to be the names that I point to. Brian Edwards at 81. Those will be the names that I cite and use as a reference for like, wow, this was a really deep class. Some of these guys, you know, if they play to their physical potential, can't believe they were available that late in the draft. We we need to uh, we need to go a little bit further here on Quez Watkins. How come nobody is uh, yelling at him for his agility drills? He's 5'10", 199, ran what four 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 three at the combine. Seven oh nine three cone and a four two two twenty yard short shuttle. Because nobody was projecting to be a first round pick. He's 5'10", 199. People should be mad about this, Kyle. Oh, I'm the one guy that got like real mad at you for DK. Wait a minute, I, I was wrong on those numbers. Four three five forty yard dash, seven two eight three cone, even worse, and four three six twenty yard shuttle, even worse. Six foot one eighty five, modest thirty six and a half inch vert. Yeah, that guy that was mad at me about DK said I was irresponsible. Yes, we were. TDM was irresponsible for suggesting that. A six foot four, two hundred thirty pound wide receiver that runs four three, and posted nine hundred receiving yards and seven touchdowns in his rookie season, was bad. Traits. All right, three more, Kyle. Three more. Next one's for you. I'm too a sexy for my shirt. Says Miami should take a wide receiver in the first round of the twenty twenty one NFL draft. Yeah, super early, but I think being being programmed to think about getting a player like a Jalen Waddle to go with Tua or Devonta Smith or uh, a guy that can give them a, a yak type player to go Jeez. with some of their bigger guys and Preston Williams and um, Devonte Parker on the outside. What are you whispering? Rondell Moore. What is this? Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. You going to be that bad? I thought, the, I thought the Dolphins were going nine and seven, Kyle. You ain't getting Jamar know. Chase for that. Maybe you need the Texans, the Texans, right? Pick. Yeah. Yeah. Texans will be picking higher or lower than the Dolphins. Do you agree with that? Yes. So Miami's first row pick will come courtesy of the Texans. Yes. No, the what? Dolphins. Dolphins will pick their own first pick first. Oh. They'll be scheduled to. I don't know. Trades could change things, but. Let's go. Okay. Uh, all right. Two more. Yep. So, yeah, I think that's a good idea for right now. Uh, Charlie Gross says the New England Patriots will finish with a top 10 draft pick, yet will not draft a quarterback, even if one of the top rated ones is available. Yeah, they seem to like Jared Stidham, right? It's all the uh, the writing on the wall, but uh, we need to see Jared Stidham play. And uh, I don't feel comfortable if New England is that bad where they're picking 10 in the top 10. <laughs> yeah, Jared Stidham odds are. <laughs> odds, odds are Jared Stidham did not have the year that the Patriots thought he was going to have. I don't know about you, Joe, but I would 
I can't think of anything more perfect than like the Patriots to end up picking like ninth. Right? It's just far enough out of the strike zone for the top guys. But that still means they were very bad. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they would try to move up for a quarterback. You know, it's just stuff they haven't had to think about in 30 years. Right. Did you see uh, FPI came out from ESPN today? FPI? The Football Power Index. It's pretty uh, no. much like they're they updated every week during the season for like playoff probabilities and they like right now they've got like uh win projections and oh yeah uh playoff probabilities by like percentage points and like how likely your your team oh, is to win the division. See it on the cover of ESPN. Look who the frigging cover people are. John Brown, Josh Allen, and Quentin Spain. This makes me very concerned. Do you want to know what their projected win total was for the Buffalo Bills this year? <sighs> I got yeah I guess projected win total for the Buffalo Bills eight and six or eight point six wins and seven point four losses. Okay, that was good so enough to be your projecting to be nine and seven. Okay, right, like they've got they've got the Chiefs and Ravens both projected for eleven plus wins. They've got the 49ers and, and Saints projected for 10-plus wins. Uh, nine wins is projected to be Cowboys, Buccaneers, Eagles, Seahawks, Steelers, Bills, Colts, Patriots, and Vikings. That's comfortable for me. All right. Worst cool. team in the league, according to ESPN's FPI, Jacksonville Jaguars, 5-11. Obviously, they won't finish five and one, but yeah, I mean it's pretty tight. So they have what is this? The FPI full twenty twenty rankings. They have the Bills at ten. Yes. Okay. Where do they have Houston? Negative one point five. They're bottom ten. Bottom ten team. Do they really? Seven, eight, ninth. They're the ninth worst team in the NFL. And they have Miami 27th. Which is, yeah, imagine. So that they think that's pretty close. That, that was a very hot take that I said that I think the tech, the Dolphins' first-round pick will come courtesy of their them. That's not like clear-cut in the eyes of Apparently the FBI. Not. Apparently not. Jaguars, Redskins, Bengals, Panthers, Lions, Dolphins, Giants. Jet, One thing I've Jets fans are pissed off, I'm sure. They don't seem to take, like, I don't know how much they weigh the coaching in here. I don't know anything about this formula, so. Measure of team strength that is meant to be the best predictor of a team's performance going forward for the rest of the season. FPI represents how many points above or below average a team is. Projected results are based on 10,000 simulations of the rest Hmm. of the season using FPI results to date in the remaining schedule. Ratings and projections update daily. Who do you think, which fan base do you think is the most offended by looking at this? The Titans, because they were 16th and they were like in the AFC Mm. championship game. You know, they're pissed off whether they should be or not. That's the fan base that's mad about this. No, I think Green Bay. They're 15. They're once, they're, yeah, but they're, they're like, it's plus or minus, right? So it's like, how much above average are you? The Packers are zero. So like they're, 
they're as average as average gets. Yeah, they have a projected to win eight eight point one games with a forty three percent chance of making the playoffs on the heels of a thirteen and three season. What's with the Vikings love? How are the Vikings slate scheduled to be a better team know, this year man. than Green they Bay? Lost the, I don't know. I do not it get that one at all. It ain't the quarterback. It ain't coaching. It ain't the defense. <laughs> not the offensive line. I don't know. I, yeah, I do. And they lost to Stephon Diggs. <laughs> don't, I don't know. I think the top four know. teams are reasonable. I don't. I don't. Man, this could have been a yeah. whole show, huh? All right. <laughs> we should probably come back to this. Huh? <laughs> come back to this. All right. Is this last one for me? Yes. Uh, yes, it is. It's from Joey. It's from Joey for Joey. Take. The Giants will finish the year winless, prompted Gettleman to be fired. The new GM will want to move on from Daniel Jones and take Trevor Lawrence number one. The Giants will not be winless this year. Um, they play the Redskins twice, so they'll win one of those. Um, they play the Bengals at Cincinnati. They play Cleveland. At least that's at yeah. home. We're working real hard looking for layups, aren't we? Yeah, it's not. This isn't an easy schedule. This is a difficult schedule. At Chicago to start the year, Niners, Rams, at Cowboys, Redskins, at Eagles, Bucks, at Redskins, Eagles, at Bengals, at Seahawks, Cardinals, Browns, at Ravens, Cowboys. That's a difficult schedule. It is. Because that, that AFC North is not a pushover division at all. I think there's three three really solid teams in there. Um, and then the Bengals, who should be better this year. And then they play, it looks like the NFC West, which is difficult division. And they are, yeah, they'll, they won't go winless. But this is a tough, this is a tough schedule here. And if they, if they do move on from Gettleman and they are picking number one, I don't think Daniel Jones precludes you from taking Trevor Lawrence. He shouldn't. So, I'm not rooting for this. I, I have a soft spot in my heart for Daniel Jones. I hope that he winds up being an amazing quarterback. Um, but yeah, no, if you're picking one, you pick Trevor Lawrence, no matter what, put it on a put it on a post-it note. All right. That's it. We're done. We'll be sure to uh I have a feeling we're gonna be talking more FPI <laughs> for the rest of the week. Lots of good content there, so make sure you check it out. Brace yourselves for what is in undoubtedly coming here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. I'm Kyle Crabb signing off with Joe Marino. Thanks, as always, for listening. We hope to speak with you all again tomorrow. Lowe's knows top outdoor power equipment, and now's the time to get your yard ready for spring with Ego Outdoor Power Equipment starting at 219. Experience the latest innovations in outdoor battery power from Ego, like Speed IQ technology that adapts mower speed to your stride. Get continuous non-stop trimming with the Line IQ string trimmer, and get added steering wheel precision with the E-Steer Zero Turn Mower. Shop Ego, the number one rated brand in cordless outdoor power, only at Lowe's today.